Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn and Suites, Fairfield, New Jersey. Tonight, we're talking about the happiest place on earth, well, close, Disney Springs. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. If you're a new listener, thanks for listening. So I'm actually in Fairfield, New Jersey tonight. And as I always talk about drinking local, I am drinking a Goose Island IPA at 5.9 APV. And I truly don't know how much drinking local this is because Anheuser-Busch owns Goose Island. This was one of the first big craft brewery buyouts in the last few years. But on the side of the label, it does say they have a Baldwinsville, New York distribution or brewing location. So I'm going to, since I'm in New Jersey, I'm going to count that as drinking local. And Goose Island's not a bad beer. If you're looking to get into IPAs, it's probably uh, a good example would be kind of sticking your toe in the water to see how it does. It's not too over the top with, as uh, my wife says, the grape fruitiness of the, uh, which really equates to the hoppiness of the beer. And down by where we left, public seems to put them on as a BOGO, buy one, get one free on a fairly regular basis. So like I said, I'm in Fairfield. I was here last week, and it was a trip out of Orlando into Newark, back to Orlando, and then a southbound drive into Miami. So if you follow my Newark adventures, it seems like whether it's Google Maps, Waze, Taxi, Uber, Lyft, whatever, maybe I should try one of the Lime scooters or uh, Bird scooters and see. But it seems like anytime I leave the airport and head to the hotel or the office, I go a different direction. So for the first time I can recall last week, the it was actually using Google Maps. It did take me the same way. However, on the way back to the airport, I went on a, a route I had never been on. I think we went around the backside of the airport. I think I drove through the shipyards. It was truly a different route than I have ever been on. But I can tell you, I have really grown in fondness for the Hampton Inn, Fairfield, New Jersey. I've been coming to New Jersey uh, for probably 20 years. And I usually stay here or usually stay. It used to be the Crown Crown Plaza. It was a Holiday Inn property. And they've converted it into a double tree. Hilton property, it's a little bit run down. But the Hampton Inn, Fairfield, New Jersey is truly, truly offer stellar service. It's one of the few Hampton Inns that I know of that has a full restaurant and bar. And the restaurant is Calandra's Mediterranean Grill. And they offer some of the most authentic Italian food and bread that I've ever eaten. They offer these wonderful individual-sized brick oven pizzas. And you can pick any of them. They're all delicious. So the, the basil on top is fresh. The mozzarella was probably made this morning. If you're a bit hungrier, go with their ravioli stuffed with spinach and ricotta, and it's served in a very light tomato basil sauce. Simple dish, yet so tasty. Every Monday night, there's a happy hour from 5 to 7. 
which offers half-priced drinks and appetizers, so you can walk out of there with a couple drinks and a, an appetizer for well under 25 bucks. They make a really good mean old-fashioned. I would go with a, a Knob, Knob Creek. Another bonus is that Calandro's, while they're a Mediterranean grill, they're also a bakery, and they have several locations up and down. Uh, I think it's Highway 46 at several of the other hotels, and I think they have a standalone business, but they are also a bakery, and they supply all the bagels, scones, and cinnamon buns for the Hampton and breakfast area. So if you want to 10x your breakfast, especially when you're traveling and on the road, consider the Hampton and Fairfield, New Jersey. The other hotel that I've been frequenting is the Doubletree Newark Airport for my return trips back out of Newark, and there's a couple reasons. So in New Jersey, if you've never been here, as they say, we pump our fists, not our gas, you can't pump your own gas. For whatever reason, there's really only one gas station near the Hertz rental lot. And between all the limos and all the rental cars, typically it's packed. And then you add in the fact that the Hertz lot is at the end of the air train for Newark. So between the gas station and the position of the the Hertz rental lot on the air train, it easily adds an extra 30 to 45 minutes on your trip back into the airport. And so what I've been doing recently is dropping off my rental car the night before, heading over to the air train that will take me to the hotel shuttle, and then just take the uh, Doubletree bus from the airport back to the hotel. And then in the morning I take the shuttle which drops me right off in front of ticketing, and the whole process in the morning is maybe 15 minutes. The Doubletree Newark Airport has a really, really nice executive lounge, one of the better ones that I've seen. Of course, being located near the airport, they've got to up their game a little bit. Have a really good restaurant, equipped with a Starbucks, and of course, don't forget the chocolate chip cookies that you get at check-in at the Doubletree. And the other thing that the restaurant does serve on draft is a Ballast Point Sculpin IPA, which is hard to find in draft and can be tough to find in cans. That's another plus. So from Newark, I flew back into O-Town on Wednesday, grabbed my car, and headed down to Miami for a Thursday morning meeting. And this was one of those trips that it really didn't make financial or time sense to fly Newark to Miami or Fort Lauderdale. I mean, I could have easily gotten a direct flight into Miami, but there was nothing direct from Miami back to Orlando. I do know that Southwest flies Fort Lauderdale to Orlando, but they only had one daily direct flight, and that didn't have me landing in Orlando until probably 8.30 or so. I knew my meeting would be done by 2, throw in a four-hour drive, I would be home by 6, this would save, of course, my company the cost of an extra flight in a rental car, and it would be two less expense report items that I'd have to fill out at the end of the week. So I never really thought I would ever do any sort of a Disney World post. I think I did one last year on the House of Blues when we went and saw a, a live band or so. I'm just not a rah-rah Disney kind of guy. That being said... Here's my first one. If you live in Florida, especially Central Florida, there are two things that are at the forefront, Disney World and Universal Studio. Now, two-fifths of the Chateau Relaxo residents work at Universal Studios while carrying a completely full college course load. 
So you got to be proud of that. They've both been doing that for a number of years. One is a bartender and the other one is a barista. And both of these destinations, if you don't know, are absolutely crazy expensive. A recent The Points Guy article claims that a five-night, four-day Disney World trip can range between three and $5,000. And, of course, the bulk of that price difference is due to the lodging, is, you know, park passes, and food costs remain fairly consistent each day. It's just going to be your stay. I can tell you that when uh, the entrepreneur turned 21, he wanted to do a drink around Epcot, and we spent, for four of us, over $1,000 between food, lodging, and tickets in under 36 hours. So it is not cheap. A one-day park Florida resident into just the Magic Kingdom is right around $109. If you're out of state, they're going to pop for you for about $124, $125. And typically we purchase our tickets as four-day passes. We've done the year pass once, maybe twice, and just didn't get the value out of it. The last four-day pass we bought is going to take us through, I think, the end of February. Thankfully, we'll be subjected to the blackout dates around the major holidays, and I'm totally cool with that. You know, they blackout, I think it's around Christmas and around New Year's, which is good. That The reason they black it out is because everybody's going to be here from out of state, and that's one less reason that I want to be there. So while it seems that Disney is totally focused on separating the money from your wallet, there are a bunch of free things that you can do. You can watch a movie every night in Fort Wilderness. You can ride the monorails, believe it or not, for free. I think you may have to pay for parking going in. But, you know, hey, if you want to just kind of zip around the park 30 or 40 feet up in the air, you can do it, enjoy some live music, get off the uh, the monorail at the Grand Floridian. There's free musical performances almost every single day. There's a scavenger hunt looking for all the hidden Mickeys. Take some family picnics. Uh, watch the fireworks and the water pageant. I think they just recently decommissioned the Epcot fireworks show after, I don't know, 20 years or so. They're revamping that. And, of course, the last thing that you can do is visit Disney Springs. And Disney Springs has recently been revamped. And so we decided after my trip from Orlando to Newark to Orlando to Miami to head down to the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista and pamper ourselves for an evening. If you ever go to book... There are two Hilton Orlando properties. One says Lake Buena Vista and one does not. So don't make the mistake. Typically, it's about 50,000 Hilton points for roughly a $300 room. And I think that's 60, 60 cents a point or something like that, doing the math in my head. Probably not the greatest of deals ever. But between the Hilton American Express card and the double and triple promos that Hilton is running. My credit card gives me probably fifty to 60,000 points every single month, in addition to what I get for each night of my stay. So if you're a Hilton Honors member, they'll typically waive the $35 resort fee, which is nice, and there's a ton of controversy about resort fees. If you go out to Vegas, some of those resort fees are 75 to 125 bucks a night. So I know if you're at least gold or diamond, they'll waive that fee. 
and they'll also give you the complimentary breakfast each day, which again is another 15 bucks or so. The property offers three pools, seven dining establishments. They've got probably one of the better equipped fitness centers that I've ever been around. But just take note, there is a Disney timeshare booth in the lobby. So if you're not into that kind of stuff, do not make eye contact. My dad is all about all those free timeshares. I don't know in the last 10 or 15 years how many of those timeshare presentations I have sat down because he's managed to drag me into it so he can get a free coupon for the free seafood buffet. I think he had a coupon for a free cruise, which ended up costing me about $1,000 after all the freeness wore off. So the other benefit of the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista is that it is exactly two sky bridges away from Disney Springs, which means that I can park my car, hop on the, the elevator, go up to the sky bridge, walk over, like when the rest of the drive and come down on the other side right in the middle of Disney Springs. And typically, I like Disney Springs better than the actual parks. The exception to that would be Epcot. Epcot is probably one of my favorite parks, but as far as uh, the Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, is just not my bag. In the past few years, they've revamped Disney Springs, changed the name. It now has a three-story parking garage and a ton of new shopping. So here's my first tip. If you've never been to Disney Springs, and I'm going to actually throw a big bit of a rant on the back end of this, if you're anti-kid interaction, avoid any of the restaurants where you see a parking lot full of strollers out front. So this is typically going to be the Rainforest Cafe and the T-Rex restaurant, because if there's a ton of strollers out front, there's going to be a ton of three- and four- and five-year-old kids running around and screaming. So time for my rant. My children, <laughs> sound like Borat, but my children were born in the 90s. And after our first road trip with a behemoth 20 to 25 pound Graco stroller, we quickly bought a $15 umbrella stroller. While that stroller that we had, I think we got it as a baby shower gift, was truly amazing. It was huge. So we switched over to the umbrella strollers. They were simple, lightweight cheap enough to leave one at each one of the relatives' houses. The parents of today, you guys have bought into all of this accessorization hook, line, and sinker. I see you most Thursdays at the gate on my flight back into Orlando. You're full of smiles. The kids are all wearing Disney backpacks. Occasionally, you'll find you guys are all wearing, we're going to Disney shirts. God bless you guys. But I can tell you right now that the frustration is going to set in when you get to into that jet bridge and you try to collapse that $200 double stroller while both your kids are fussing, your spouse is asking you to hurry up, and then your frustration level will increase as you try to get both of your little angels to walk down the aisle of the airplane and not talk and high-five everybody as they go. Now, I can tell you, as a ragged-out business traveler towards the end of the week, we actually appreciate their smiles and energy, what it, what it would be like to be five and, and six years old once again. The flip side of that is that I see you most Mondays, like I did today, as you head back home. You, you and your spouse are completely banged up, and you're arguing over which one of you gets to take a break and wait in the 20-minute Starbucks line so you don't have to deal with the kids. 
No one is wearing matching anything, and it's truly beginning to set in how much cash you have just spent in the last few days. You know, how much Raymond noodles can one person eat to make up for this? And the other one is how much hot water and ketchup can you really turn into a solid substitute for tomato soup? So my rant's over. I'm getting down off my old man's soapbox. But just take note. So if you've only got a few hours to spend in Disney Springs, here are some of the highlights. The first one is right at, when you come over the Sky Bridge, if you make a right and go past the Earl of Sandwich. Back in the corner is Disney's wonderful world of memories. If you're looking to buy some artwork to put in your house or your family room, this is the place to do it. And actually, it's actually affordable. I've seen some of the uh, cartoon cells, and I don't know how legit they are or how real, but they sell cells for as little as 30 bucks. Uh, but it's kind of out of the way, tucked in, especially if it's hot, it's air-conditioned. It'll get you out of the sun and out of the heat for a few minutes. One of the new additions is anthropology, and this could easily be classified as a lady store. But if for a modern man like myself, there's no shortage of decorations for my man cave or my kitchen. Bypass all the clothing in the front of the store, head towards the back. That's where all the cool stuff is for guys. Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. If this place wasn't so far from my house, I would be here every single Friday night. If you're looking for a place that transports you to another time, this is it. Don't bother wasting time sitting outside. Inside the hangar is where it's at. Disney invested major time and money in putting the interior of this place together. It will truly transport you to a different time. While you're here, put your phone down and just spend time looking around. You'll be amazed at the attention to detail that they did with this. Disney always does a great job. I think they went above and beyond with this one. We went with a couple of their Jocks Old Fashions and a side of their Snake Bite Sliders. We give it thumbs up to both. My next stop is always Sosa's Family Cigars, and they've been here for as long as I can remember. And until I get the ventilation system perfected in my man cave, we don't have any cigar smoking at Chateau Relaxo. Not everybody appreciates a cigar store, and I get it. But Sosa nails it. Between the walk-in humidor and the big comfy chairs, this is a legit cigar store, and it's actually staffed with people that know something about cigars. Down on the far end of Disney Springs is the House of Blues Orlando. A couple of things about this place. It's one of my favorite gift stores inside Disney Springs. There's always something you can pick up there, whether it's a sticker, a koozie, a bottle opener, or something. But there's always some little trinket you can pick up. And it's a great place for live music. I think we've seen a, a tribute journey band. Uh, we saw a tribute band to Dave Matthews uh, last year. We stopped in this night to watch a little bit of the Alabama-Texas A&M game, ordered two of the old fashions. Notice a pattern. And after their delivery, that was it. Waitress never bothered to stop by to ask for a food order or anything. Who knows? Maybe she was just getting slammed, but we kind of threw $25 down on the table and walked out. We were done. We'll be back. Like I said, you know, between the football and kind of the uh, the weekend crowd in there, they were just absolutely packed. Another neat store is the Pop Gallery, and this sits behind the movie theater and across from the bowling alley. They don't allow photos, and I truly understand it because there's plenty of motivation in here. Even if you're an amateur artist, 
you can truly pluck some great ideas and kind of recreate them on your own time. If you're looking to furnish a child's room or your family room, there's no shortage of inspiration. Splitsville Luxury Lanes. My running joke here with my wife is every time we stop here, I go, do we need to renegotiate our relationship? I can't tell you how many times I've been here and I've yet to bowl. It is a two-story bowling alley. If you are a bowler, do yourself a favor and make a reservation or it's going to be just you sitting there drinking, waiting for a lane. We always manage to find a table outside, which is great because between the live music and the truly attentive bar staff, you won't be disappointed, nor will you be bored. As we continued our old-fashioned adventure, Splitsville was the only stop that actually served Luxardo cherries in our old fashions. I talk about this all the time. If you've never had Luxardo cherries, I'll put a link in the show notes, and you'd like adult beverages, <laughs> spend the $16 for a bottle of their cherries on Amazon. It's maraschino cherries. You'll never go back to them. It is a true game changer. When you're done with the cherry, save the, the juice that's in the bottom of the bottle, and you can use that for pancake or waffle syrup. So don't underestimate the power of the Luxardo cherries, and don't pass up any opportunity to sample one. So if eating, drinking, shopping is really not your bag, there's still a ton of free things to do running around Disney Springs. There's endless, endless musical events. It could be a local cheerleader squad or a dance troupe from the high school. There's always something going on. If you're a chocolate person, uh, head over to Ghirardelli's Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop. They hand out free chocolate samples throughout the day and then treat yourself to a Sunday or something. There's always live performers running around, so if you want to get some pictures, there's a Lego store, so if you want to practice your Lego skills, there's huge pits where you can build Legos. There's more hidden Mickeys inside Disney Springs as well, so you can continue that hunt. There's a glass-blowing place over at the Arebus Brothers, and right down from the Sosa Cigar Store is a Goofy's Candy Company, so you can watch them pouring taffy and dipping apples. There's a sandbox in front of the T-Rex restaurant where kids can play. So again, there's no shortage of stuff. You don't necessarily have to drop the $109 or $130 a day to have fun in the Disney area. Well, there you have it. Safe travels, and thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.